This is the feedback and forward episode. This is where I look at what you said in your feedback to me in the survey, what I learned from it, and then how we will shape the podcast going forward so it's better for all of us in 2016. This is episode 47 of the Shutterbug Life podcast. Welcome to Shutterbug Life Podcast. If photography is not just something you do, but who you are, this is a place for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything you need to be, do, or have to reach your true potential. Let's celebrate the creative photographer's lifestyle with your host, my dad, Linford Morton. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Shutterbug Life podcast. My name is Linford Morton, but of course you can call me Lynn. And this is the podcast where we learn how to be better photographers. I'm glad you are joining us. I'm recording this on December 31, 2015, the last day of the year. And uh, episode 47, we started this at the beginning of 2015 with the ambitious goal of doing a weekly podcast. And here I am at the end of the year. I, I targeted 48 and I got 47. So fell just a smidgen short. But um, I think we still did well this year considering. So in this episode, I'm going to talk. I'm going to look back and then look forward. And in doing so, sort of talk about what you said, what I learned and what I heard, and then how we shape this going forward. Because I think 2016 is going to be a really exciting year for us. I think that's the year we all sort of kick everything into the next gear and and really, really begin to... to, uh, achieve and and live up to our our true potential as photographers and as artists and as creatives. So I'm really excited about it. And and it, this wouldn't have happened without your help. So I'm I'm just so happy and and so thankful for the feedback I got and what we I think we we should be able to do with it. I had a boss that used to say to me, you know, feedback is a gift. And right before he gave me my my annual review, he told me he was giving me a gift. And uh, sometimes it felt like a gift and sometimes it didn't. But uh, nonetheless, it, it was and still is a gift because based on that, I learn and I know how to improve and how to best help you or how to better help provide uh, the kind of support and, and help that I want to give for you. So I just want to start by saying, you know, it's always interesting to hear what other people think about you. And I, I know most of us, we go about our work and we know in our minds and in, in sort of, you know, in our intentions, what we think we're doing. We think we know what we think we're offering. But it's always interesting when someone comes back and, and spits it back at you and says, this is what I see you of you and what I see you doing. And this is who I see you as. And and then you're always, you know, for me, it's always like, oh, that's interesting. OK. And so. It, it, it's funny because I, I was reminded of this, oh, maybe a week or maybe a few weeks ago 
when I read a blog post from one of my alums from my photo tours. And Emily Carter Mitchell is uh, she was one of my first photo tours, you know, alums way back, I think, 2011, 2012, no, maybe 2011 before that. And so she was, you know, in the part of the first wave. And so she's been around sort of watching what I do for a while. And she wrote a post um, called Gallery of Gratitude uh, last, you know, last month. And it's sort of something that I had talked about, I think, way back in 2011, 2012 as well. But someone reminded her of a post that she wrote that. And, 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 and in that post, she talks about, you know, working with me. Which was sort of interesting because I, one, I didn't expect the post. I didn't know it was coming. I just sort of saw it because I'm following her blog. And here's a quote I thought, which is really interesting to me. She says, Linda is someone who is continuously reinventing himself, finding creative ways to keep photography learning fresh and accessible to many people. From offering local meetups, outings to regular webinars that anyone can join around the world. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I, you know, the word that jumped out at me was he's continue with the words was he's continually reinventing himself. And I thought, wow, that's an interesting observation. I never thought of myself that way, but I can see how she would come to that conclusion that I was continuously reinventing myself because I know a lot of what I'm doing is, as she said, looking for ways to keep photography learning fresh and accessible to many people. You know, I am a photography enthusiast first and foremost, and I I try and tap into that when I find other people who share the same enthusiasm as I do. And so you'll find that, you know, in, in my communities, it's not just about learning, but it's also about the doing, the practicing, the being a photographer. And so... You know, this started as a meetup eight years ago uh, in Washington, D.C., the Shuttlebug Excursions. And from there, I started teaching photo tours in Washington, D.C. And then back in 2011, we started the free photo webinars. And once a month on the second Tuesday of the month, I would hold a free webinar where I would teach a lesson or just talk about something photography related. And that, that you know, kept going for about four years. And for the most part, in four, for four years, every second of Tuesday, we got online and we talked shop and it was just a lot of fun but you know near the end i guess here comes the reinventing part i i was looking at the feedback i was getting and i saw that a good deal of the people who were listening to the webinars were listening on demand i had it free and available and you could listen to the recordings whenever you wanted to and many people just choosing to not even come live, but to just listen to it later. And I got a lot of feedback. So then I started thinking, well, if you're not going to listen live, then what's the benefit of recording live? And so it, it, it led me to think about going to podcasts. And so at the beginning of 2015, I decided to launch this podcast. And, you know, a few of you even asked me point blank, why in the world would you want to create more work for yourself? <laughs> I know it's a question I should have asked myself too, right? But again, going back to that feedback that I got from Emily, it's sort of trying to keep it fresh and accessible. And, you know, I found that my passion is really sharing photography, teaching it and sharing it and helping and 
And uh, this was just another way of doing it. And so I went from a monthly commitment to you to a weekly commitment and said I would do at least 48 uh, in 2015. And as I said before, I, we got to this one being 47. So I thought, you know, that's not bad. From 12 to 47 is quite an improvement. And and then so near the end of the year, I decided to ask for some more feedback. And based on that, we'll make some more adjustments and not quite a reinvention, but an adjustment because I kind of like the way um, this is going. So we'll talk about that. But, th- you know, three things, really, um, when I think about what I want to us to grow into next year it's really impacted by three things. One is a story. Well, one is a conversation I had with my cousin and we were talking and he just gave me an offhanded piece of advice that really stuck. Second was the meat of what we'll talk about here is the survey and your feedback to me. And then third is some, some other professional development that I have been going through and learning how to become better at what I do in serving you. So first, and I mentioned this before, I, I, <laughs> I was talking with my cousin just back in August, late summer, and we hadn't really caught up in a long time. And so he's like, you know, what do you, what do you, what are you doing these days? What are you into? And I said, you know, um, my blog is, my photography business is morphing again and, I've launched uh, shutterbuglife.com and I'm doing podcasting now. And, you know, I told him about what I was doing and he said, oh, sounds interesting. You know, can I check out your website? So I gave him the the uh, the URL and his feedback to me was, I like what you're doing. He said, you know, what's interesting, what I like about what you're doing. So many people teach you how to become something. I like the fact that you're teaching people how to be. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. I, I, I like that approach. I like that idea. And I said, you know what? I, I may end up stealing that. So just so you know, you might see that again on my website and it'll, it'll be your fault and I'm just going to rip it off and I'm not even going to give you credit, which I'm now doing anyway. So anyway, he, he, you know, we laughed about it. And so he went on. And, and so I sort of filed that away and kept moving. So now I come to the survey that the survey I, I sent out and I was really anxious to hear what you all think. I, Cause I, I get the anecdotal feedback. If I'm on a, a photo tour or a meetup or a photo walk and I run into listeners and you'll tell me, Hey, I like this. Hey, I like this episode or that episode. I, you know, this, this is good feedback and I really appreciate that. And so But I wanted to get something just a little more formal so I could at least at least start to make some decisions. One of the things so, you know, in in just sort of starting overall and saying, okay, what kind of format do you prefer? You know, one of the things I have to confess is when I decided to do this podcast, it was the concept was vague, yet yet sort of clear for me. And. Here's what I mean by that. I knew I wanted it to, what was clear is I wanted it to be somewhat lifestyle oriented. If I had to pick a niche, it would be more about the lifestyle than about, for instance, um, the gear. You know, there's some podcasts where all they do is talk about gear or there are some podcasts where they just talk about wedding photography or photography as a business. But for me, I thought, well, you know, as an enthusiast, which I think most of us are and which the survey bore that out to be true. 
you know, as an enthusiast, you know, how do we construct the kind of lifestyle that helps us to, to, to really be better at what we do? Because I think it's in the lifestyle that we become better. I, I know when I, uh, eight, nine years ago was just, you know, thinking I, I, I really dig this photography thing and I want to be better, but I, I'm looking for people who, who also share the same passion. And I started this meetup group just on a whim. Really, since then, it's a, it's the lifestyle that really helped, um, me become better, uh, at not just focusing my photography, but, but finding, finding, um, my passion and my life's work. And so thinking about that, I thought, okay, you know, this might be, you know, this, this, this is really where I want my podcast to be focused on a lifestyle approach. But beyond that, I didn't know anything. Yeah, I started to say didn't know nothing. I didn't know anything. And, and I struggled with articulating that, quite honestly. And if you've listened to the podcast from the beginning, you probably heard that I struggled with articulating in a, in a very succinct way what that meant, because I didn't know how to, to really to say it, but I knew what it was. It's sort of those, you know, like the old definition of the Supreme Court definition of pornography. And I know it when I see it. It's sort of for this podcast focus. I knew it when I saw it, but I didn't know how to really talk about it. And so I just went about creating the products or or episodes that, you know, as you as you all have recognized, and just a variety of different kinds of topics. But they all fit under what I sort of understood as the umbrella of the lifestyle podcast. And so you got, you know, learning principles. You saw topics for professional development for enthusiasts, which is where we learn the principles. We talked about using your photography as a way of service and giving back. And so we talked about, you know, a number of ways you can uh, change your world with your photography. And my favorite, one of my favorites was the help portrait we did with West Linda in Baltimore. We talked about improving your overall mindset. And so, you know, we talked about, you uh, silencing your inner critic. And then we talked about strategies for creativity. So I had 51 red circles and 51 other photo projects you can do during the summer. And we talked about tools for success, which is where we talked about different cameras and different lenses and choosing the next lens and my own quest for to, to evaluate and choose a mirrorless um, body. And so, you know, so all of these sort of fit under the, the umbrella of of, of the the lifestyle. And by the end of the year, I started to find more clarity. And this is what will make 2016 um, a good year for us. And so the, the clarity, a good chunk of it came from the survey I sent out. I, I, I wanted to hear from you what you thought. And and one of the things you said, I, I asked what format do you prefer? And I let you choose multiple formats. And so um, the number one was the single presenter just teaching on a photo on a photo topic. So you want to hear me talk more? Well, you ask for it, you'll get it. I'll, I'll spend more time just going through different photography topics where we where we're actually learning. 
because that by far was what you said you preferred. You said interview with experts on technical topics you wanted to hear and then challenges and exercises and then interviews with photographers on inspirational topics. Now, I'm going to, again, follow this guidance and I'll be teaching more in 2016 on this on this platform. But then I'll also be not just myself, because you said interview with experts, I will be bringing on experts to talk about uh, different areas of expertise where someone might have a little more depth than I might or a different insight than I might bring. And so you'll get some more of that. But it's always with the, um, you know, trying to teach something. And, and we'll still keep with, uh, you know, the, the categories we talked about, the learning and then the, the, I, I am going to really talk a, a fair amount about using your photography as a way of service to giving back because I think that's important. And then we'll do some mindset stuff, not a lot, uh, some strategies, strategies for creativity. And then we will talk gear, of course. So now. I also ask you, probably more important, I ask you what your biggest photography challenges were. And, and you said learning photography principles was the number one, I think 50 by 54%. And again, this is one where you got to choose a multiple so that they don't all add, add up to 100. So 54 said learning photography principles. Then number two was finding time to shoot, which is really interesting to me that that continues to rank so highly. And so we'll, we'll address that in a number of different ways, because the finding time to shoot will manifest its ways itself in a number of ways in terms of focus, in terms of efficiency, in terms of productivity, in terms of um, time. And there's a lot of ways to 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 unpack that finding time to shoot thing. And so we'll, we'll get into a lot of that this year, next year, rather finding mentors and photo buddies. We talked about that in an early episode with, with Peggy Farron, and she's since become one of my photo uh, mentors and photo buddies, if you will. And we, we do a, a, a mastermind together now. And, and so we're going to, we're going to talk about how we do that. And then um, inspiration and motivation next and then networking and then at the bottom of the list starting a business and marketing a business so clearly this is an enthusiast um, focused an enthusiast focused group and audience and so most of what we do will, will be will be targeted toward the enthusiast as as we were before as a matter of fact somebody in in the feedback one person actually wrote you know i enjoy the podcast but clearly your topics are not meant for professionals and i was like exactly right there are tons of other places you can get feedback for professionals, but this won't be it because this is the place for enthusiasts. And then, and then you bore that out with the numbers. When I ask, you know, which most closely describes you, 72.88% of you 
um, identified as a photo photography enthusiast. Twenty percent of you said that you were you had aspirations of starting a business, and just six percent of you said you were part time freelance photographer. So most of us are clearly photography enthusiasts, and again, that is uh, that's who we are, and so that's uh, who we you know will be thinking about serving. Most of you are on Facebook. Eighty percent of you are most active on Facebook. Um, Forty eight said LinkedIn, and thirty seven said Instagram. Uh, so those are the top three. Next year, I will be doing more work on Facebook. As a matter of fact, you know, this past year, I think, is when we started the Facebook group. And boy, that was a great decision because I've just really been um, I, I really enjoy the the. Uh, what's the word? The engagement we have on, on, in the Facebook group, because everyone is sort of sharing images, talking, talking about challenges you have and, and, and sharing resources. So it's been a really good, uh, uh, I think resource for us to continue our relationship building in between our, um, podcast episodes and meetups and photo photo tours. So, um, looking, looking forward to doing more in Facebook. And of course I have my own Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash shutterbug life community. And I'm going to use that more to just share ongoing uh, resources that I find that will be helpful for us. So that'll be the focus of that page. And if you and I'm just going to encourage you, if you want to follow that sort of a curated post of helpful materials that just to follow that page, you know, I'll, I'll share some more about how you can do that to make sure you see them, because if you don't actively decide you want to see them um, the way Facebook is organized now, you won't. All right. So and then I'll, there will be an Instagram post and I'll, I'm going to do some uh, I'll use uh, an, a new Instagram uh, um, um, not platform account, rather a Shutterbug Life Instagram account that I'll create. And I'll use that to do some sharing of images as well as some teaching as well. I'm going to do some really short um, uh, burst of you know lessons because you can't get too deep on Instagram, but it'll just, you know, little nuggets. Yeah. Photography McNuggets. That'll be a good way of thinking about it. And so I'll, 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 you can look forward to that. For those of you who follow on Instagram, I'll show you, tell, share how you do that. And those will be the social networks where, um, I will be most active continuing this process in 2016. Now, yeah, I, when we talk about, um, the changes that uh, that we will make for 2016. Again, I said I go back to the the offhand comment that my cousin Don made. He said, "You know, it's more like you're focused on being rather than becoming." And and that's I couldn't shake that. So for the last three months, and so I've decided to formally adopt that as the focus and the slogan for our with a podcast going forward, how to be a better photographer. And, and it, it makes sense because when I ask you, how long have you been a photographer? More than 45% of you said more than 10 years. So 
clearly this group is beyond the becoming stage so much as being here, you know, right? So we've all decided that we wanted to be a photographer. And as a matter of fact, when I said, when I have the episode that says you are a photographer, you don't need to qualify it anymore. That resonated with a good number of you for that very reason. You are a photographer. And so now let's work on being our best. Um, so yeah, 45% of you, more than 10 years, four to five years, that was 20%, another good chunk. And then two, another 12% for two or three years and 11% said five to 10 years. So, you know, we've been around and we've had this interest for a long time. And now we just need to work on being better and taking our, our, our photography to the next level. And I asked you if you could, we call this the magic wand question. If you could do any three things to improve yourself, what would they be? And I went through and I sort of counted um, these. And now you get to tell me without any prompt for me what you think the number, the top three things are. And again, they were number one, learning photography principles. Number two, finding more time to shoot. And number three, finding mentors and photo buddies. So it's clearly consistent where the priorities ought to be, even when you have to, um, you know, just choose them yourself rather than picking them from a list. Uh, you came up with the same three things. And so look for that to be clearly our new point of focus. Um, you know, on my side, I'm going to, I know when I started the new year, I started trying to push it out on Sunday with the notification Monday morning. And and that proved to be really challenging for me. And I, I got through most of the year, so, you know, sticking close to that. And, but I found that that with my life and my work, when I taught, it's usually on weekends. And when I'm doing meetups and all those kinds of things, those are usually on weekends. And in order for me to be able to push something out on a Sunday, Monday schedule, um, I have to either have that done way before the weekend, uh, which isn't always practical or, or end up just really killing myself on Sunday night or Monday morning. And that's not fun either. So I'm going to push it back. I, I, I do, uh, I do want to get back to a more, a more consistent schedule because I think that it works better for all of us. If you know when to expect it and I know when, when I'm producing it. So I'm, I'm going to look at uh, a Tuesday schedule or Tuesday or Wednesday schedule. Um, so midweek and, uh, that'll at least get you ready for the next weekend. And, uh, and then that will make it easier to keep this thing sustainable and show that you will know when to expect it going forward. All right. So look for consistency uh, uh, on a midweek, uh, midweek episode um, as the day we, we, we publish the next episode. Now, episode length, that's an interesting one because I got a wide variety of different kinds of feedback. So, you know, a lot, a lot of you said, this is just great. I really enjoy it. And then a number of you said, okay, you know, it's a little longish for me. And, and I thought, okay, that's interesting. Let's un- unpack that from those who, who said that. And I noticed something that was consistent with the people who said they thought it sometimes ran too long for you. Most of a lot of them, a good chunk of those people also volunteered that you were visual learners. And so you don't particularly uh, learn well, just an audio only format. And so 
Yeah, I, you know, some someone said I'd rather just read a, a a good digest and move on than having to listen to a podcast. And I thought, okay, good. So, uh, you know, where's the, where is the the meeting? in the middle, if you will, for, for this kind of feedback. And so what I'm going to do is try and keep the episode lengths to between 30 to 45 minutes, because I do think it's important if I take on a topic and you say you want me to teach that I take some time and teach thoroughly enough so that you can learn something. And, uh, I'm really not interested in doing the McNugget format for this because I think part of the the benefit of this platform or this format is that we can take time and, and really unpack things and learn. I, I consume a lot of podcasts and I have found that uh, 45 minutes to an hour is usually about the length that I listen to and I can do something and finish it. So uh, I'm, I'm going to target that. But in addition to that, for those of you who are visual learners, I'm going to try and have a very detailed post that almost mirrors the podcast. So if you can't listen to the podcast from the post, you can, you know, through a mixture of the words and or images and illustrations, take away all of the relevant information you would get if you listened to the post so that, you know, based on your your listening style, you can find something that works for you. I know I am an auditory learner, so I would much rather listen to a podcast than read a lengthy post. And for those of you who are like that, then you'd have the option of listening to the podcast. And for those of you who rather just scan and read and soak it in visually, you will have that option as well. OK, so there are two things you'll have uh, a com a uh, 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 a podcast, uh, I guess, a written version of the podcast, so that not not a transcript because I, I don't I don't find those to, to be terribly useful, but a written post, blog post that that um, shares all of the same information that you would get from listening and detail, and as well as being able to listen to the podcast if that's how you choose to. So you'll have options, I guess. That's the feedback there. All right, and so. You know, my priority, of course, is to cover the issues adequately, and you should be able to get it adequately through either format, depending on um, your listening style or listening preference. And then another thing um, I got uh, another one. One person asked about the as an update, and she asked or he asked if I can move it to the back of the podcast and go straight into the learning and if I, I'm completely honest with you, when I first time I read this, I thought to myself, oh, come on. You know, because selfish Lynn said, you know, the whole point of of the the updates and the ads are for the business end of this so I can help generate the income that allows me to create the podcast. And, and if, if you say it's in the way and, and you want this to be free, then, you know, this helps me keep it free. And then, but I, you know, I, I, I'm just sort of, sort of stewing on that and thinking about that. And then I was listening to another podcast and the podcast um, episode just began with like four or five ads in a row. And I thought to myself, that's so annoying. Why can't they just get straight to the, <laughs> the meat of the, the issue of, of the podcast and, and get to the point? And I thought, oh my God, that's, that's exactly the feedback I was getting. And clearly I can, as a listener, I can understand. And so 
you know, if my focus is going to be about service, which it is, then then I, then I ought to be in a more of a service mode. So I'm going to do that. Uh, there's another podcast I listen to where they where the podcaster sort of presents the topic. And at the end, he gives his updates and he talks about, you know, things that he might uh, products he might be offering or workshops or something like that. And at the end, and I find at the end, at the end, I'm still engaged and I'm still listening. So, you know, I'll do that. And I will trust that, uh, you know, for those who are really interested, you'll hang around and you'll listen because I think the things I, that we I'll be offering just other things that I think will be helpful for you, really. Um, when you say you want to learn more about a specific topic, and I, I think there, there's another way of presenting that where I can, you know, provide more personal service, personalized teaching for you, um, in a, in a format like workshops or online classes, then, um, then of course I'll, I'll offer that too. But the point is, you know, just trying to, uh, again, be of service and be more helpful for you. So you will get the ads and updates at the end of the podcast. And and I say ads and updates because, because right now there are updates, but at some point I, I would like to include some advertising so we can also help um, help defray some of the costs of producing the podcast and help me really get you a better product. At the end of the day, that's that's what I really want to do, get you a, a better product and really, you know, step this up so that it's really the kind of thing that you say, this is so helpful, I can't miss another episode. And so that's that's sort of my my personal goal or vision. And then and then I'm thinking about bringing back webinars and I'll just touch on that briefly, not in the monthly um uh, frequency like we did before, but maybe quarterly, because again, that's another way of making the teaching more visual for you. Right. So um, we'll talk about that a little later on. And then the, the last thing is the mentoring club is going to return. I'm going to revamp. I've revamped the mentoring club in a, in a significant way. Now, many of you who've been around for a while you might know that I had a mentoring club and people like Emily, who, uh, who I quoted at the beginning, she was in my first mentoring club. And back then I, I, I took them through about six months and I, we did two webinars a month. We did one where I taught a lesson and then I gave him an assignment. And then the second one, we gave feedback on, on what they did. And, and, and I think a lot, most of the people who were in the webinars have gone on to do really, really interesting things. And I think it's really a, a, a way to help people in a more focused way. Well, I remember I said early on that the third thing that's really impacting the way I do, the way I'll offer services next year is also some professional development that I'm in. And I'm in one with other people that, well, this guy named Leslie Samuel, Samuel has a group and, you know, his vision is help you helping people change the world with, you know, a, an online business based on their blog and podcast. And so since that's a lot of what I'm doing, I joined his, his, his sort of his mentoring group. And I really, um, I, I, I found that it's been so tremendously helpful for me, not just in finding the clarity. That's the other thing that helped me find clarity for 2016 was sort of talking with other people who are doing the same thing that I'm doing and trying to make a difference and make more impact with, with, with their own projects. 
but um, the 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 way he structures his club, I found to be just so incredibly helpful. I thought I'm going to revamp my mentoring club and bring it back in a similar fashion. And, and the way the way it works is you're going to have a closed um, online membership site, and you're going to have just a ton of information there available to you. So as you want to learn, there'll be a number of things there. One, I'm taking online versions of all the classes I've taught as work as photo tours and workshops, and they'll be there in online versions. So if you ever decide you want to learn, for instance, more about metering or more about composition or more about night photography, the class will be right there and you can go through it at your own at your own pace with with tons of visuals so that you can learn on your own. This and the second thing is. Um, as you, you know, you said that you want a lot of feedback. And so, um, we will have ongoing webinars just for members where, you know, I will bring in experts to talk about specific subjects. You tell me that you want to learn more about so we can really take time and unpack them. And then I will also spend time giving you feedback on your images. And so, um, and on in each of these webinars, which we'll you know be doing twice a month, you will be able to submit images and get um, detailed critiques on your images and get detailed feedback. And so, because I know that's something uh, you also said you wanted. And then, uh, and then one of the things I like a lot about his group is that there's a private Facebook group where you get really. Um, prioritized feedback and access to him. And, and so I would offer the same thing. I know a lot of you send me email, you know, email me questions and I, I try and get to some of them on the ask Lynn. And, and, and I know quite honestly, there's for many of you, there's, there's, you know, a gap between you ask a question and when you get a response, because there's just so much going on, but in the private Facebook group, this gets my, my number one priority. So when you ask a question, you probably get a response within minutes or hours rather than days or weeks or months. So, you know, I'm going to be monitoring that and be right on it and give you really detailed responses right away because I, I liked when I was on the receiving end of that kind of support. And I think that's just been so incredibly helpful. I'd like to offer it as well. And and I'm going to do all this and we're going to keep it relatively, you know, inexpensive. And I, I want this to be affordable for as many people as possible. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, we're not even going to break the bank with it, but you're going to get a whole lot more than than you invest. And and you'll hear more about this as we go on. This will be something I'll be sort of um, rolling out in a few weeks and I'll be able to give you some more details. But I just wanted to sort of plant the seed on, on the kinds of things. And and for those of you who gave feedback in the survey that you wanted more photo mentoring or photo buddies, this is a, this is a way that I can do that uh, for you and, um, and, you know, provide you the kind of feedback that I think will be helpful for you and thorough enough that it'll, that it will, it will be meaningful and help you move your photography forward. All right. So that's, that's what I've got in store. How about that? And, uh, Man, I am looking forward to working with you in 2016 and taking this podcast and this community to the next level. So thank you so much for, for, for being a part, being a photo friend with me for 
all 2015. And for those of you who go back even further, man, I am so thankful for you and for um, for all that you do uh, to inspire me and all that we can do to encourage each other and help each other learn and grow and become and be better photographers. Well, thanks again for listening to episode 47 and for listening to this podcast episode during 2015. I, again, this has been great fun and I'm looking forward to doing even better things with you in 2016. Hey, just one more thing before I take off, just reminding you that that photo tour New Orleans goes, uh, we launched that at the end of March, early April. This is our annual trip to photograph the Big Easy New Orleans, Louisiana. It's truly the bucket list, uh, a bucket list kind of a photography workshop and experience. We do everything from photograph the French quarters to out in the bayou to um, we'll go into some um, above ground cemeteries and just all kinds of fun stuff and some of the old the old neighborhoods and we'll do a lot of uh, we'll photograph people, we'll photograph architecture, we'll photograph events, we'll have lots of fun. If you Excuse me. If you want to learn more about that, phototourneworleans.com is where you'll find more information. And uh, it's almost sold out. So, you know, I've got a room for another one or two people. And uh, then that's it. And I'm really looking forward to having a great time. And uh, and you should come on and join us because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. All right. Thank you so much again for everything you do. And I thank you so much for being a part of this photography community and for a great 2015. Looking forward to talking with you again next year. Take care. <laughs>